Drops it back, connected. Connected, he's got the shot, they score! Oscar Lindblom buries it! And the power play goal ties this game in two. This is episode 37 of the Liberty O. I'm Danny Deemer here with Chris Stompo. As always. It's good to be back again. I'm excited, let's get it. We're almost back into full gear. Almost. Almost. So close. Counting down every day, honestly. Especially for uh, July 10th. That's the mandatory training camp opening date, phase three. We're excited. The boys are excited. Kevin Hayes is excited. I'm like, I'm like, I miss Kevin Hayes. I miss, I miss just his mic'd up videos. I was, <laughs> I was watching them the other day. How about him like screaming for the for the offside? Ah! The ref was like, "Dude, he's like, like a fan. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, he's literally like me in the stands. <laughs> what the hell?" <laughs> Dude, he's just one of the boys. This is what he is. He's been everything and more. I know he's like from Boston, but like, he's a Philly dude. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, Philly fans and Boston fans aren't that far yeah, apart. Like, like, the way we North act, East dudes, yeah, yeah we're all the same. New York, Philly, Boston—they're honestly like all the same dudes, just with different accents. <laughs> different accents and just different parts of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Kevin Hayes. I was reading the article that Sam Cardici put out, and uh, Kevin Hayes talking about how the whole league is excited, how he's excited to finally get back. And the interesting thing I read about, like, I read in that article, is that the biggest thing for them was the uncertainty of it. It wasn't like the them stopping hockey, but the uncertainty of hockey coming back was definitely had to take a toll on a lot of the players. I mean, it took a toll on me. Oh, I can only imagine sad. what it like did to the players because the way this season was so fun and had so much promise to it that I I would always like at times like of course like you'd be confident with yourself and like oh yeah it's gonna come back but then there's times where you think to yourself like it's probably not gonna yeah. come back and yeah. I would get so sad thinking about yeah, that. Just, me too. Like, like thinking about like if Niskanen like that great year he had did that go to waste? Like who knows if he comes back the same because he's old? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, not old, but in, in hockey terms, old. There was a certain. There was a couple times during this whole quarantine that I stopped and thought to myself, like this could seriously. I could not see hockey until next year, and yeah, that sucks. But I actually like for a while I really thought that was gonna be the case. I like, did too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I honestly did too. But how demoralizing do you think it is for? Not only the players of the Flyers because of how well they were playing before the stoppage, but the coaches, like AV, like first year as the Flyers head coach, had this team fucking rolling into the playoffs. One of the hottest teams in the playoffs. Many experts took this team to win the cup. Yeah, we were the money the money cup. puck. Showed us a lot of love. Had uh, us as the favorite. Yeah, the what's year. his name on Twitter? Pierre. LeBron? Yeah, he, uh, somebody like commented out under one of his tweets when this first started and was like, who do you think is the best team in hockey at this stoppage? And he was like, the Flyers with a couple question marks because he didn't want to get absolutely destroyed for it on Twitter because if you say the Flyers are good, everyone comes running. But he's <laughs> right. He wasn't wrong. This They were one of the hottest teams in hockey before the stoppage. So how demoralizing do you think that is for AV? Do you think he has confidence to come back? No, you knowing AV, of course he has confidence. Oh, of course, yeah. But like it def- for him, it's like... It's like starting a whole another season, gaining that momentum back, but it's not a different season. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like it's like coming back from the off season, getting your guys going again. And I know we've talked about this before, but the thing that really worries me is the fact that the vets start slow every time they have an off season. Like at every beginning of the year, you know what I'm talking? Like in the beginning of the year, Giroux, Voracek, JVR, they always start slow. Yeah. In the beginning of the year, and they were rolling it at mm-hmm. that point in March, just like we said they would. Like win the games early in the year late in the year when they get on their hot stretch and that's exactly what was happening and uh it, it's gonna be 
interesting to see how fresh the vets come back because there's a part of me that's worried that the way they started the year yeah. that's going to be the way they start uh the vegas games or that's the hub city right las yeah. vegas that confirmed mm-hmm. for, for that's the a east. problem for by the, the way <laughs> like good luck keeping everyone confined in vegas you know what <laughs> i mean like dudes are gonna be sneaking out and everything yeah, that's the place they picked yeah I know. that's vegas. the safe hub city are you kidding me hey sin city that means hockey's coming back so i'm cool with it oh, i don't care where they play they could play in brazil for all i care I just, <laughs> yeah. as long as i got they can go back to Prague, and i'm cool with it dude oh yeah but they can go ahead and play that that um lusane team yeah i don't the team uh, that busted us up bad, dude that was terrible i was literally at work watching that game and i remember it first started and i, I couldn't watch it because i was a little busy but then i remember like looking over and it being two nothing i was like what <laughs> i was like is this nhl 20 please somebody says nhl 20 like up on the screen like a like a, a fake game before the real game but no nah. <laughs> just av's face on the bench just what the <laughs> fuck is going on dude i just remember like after that game i remember sitting there going Damn, because I was so excited for the season to start and everything, and I remember just sitting myself like, maybe the team's not as good as I thought. Like, they just... I definitely think a part of it was just the Flyers being like, this team came to play. They yeah, came to play. Sure. They were like, we're reversing an NHL team. This is basically a playoffs for us. And the that Flyers was their were cup, like, yeah. The Flyers were like, this is our last game before the real shit, so let's not talk about that anymore. Ke- Kevin, that was... oh, real quick, I, I want to yeah. add, because Kevin Hayes did say that because of that game, that was the re- like they were after they were so dialed in at the start of the year because mm-hmm. of that game. So in a way, it was kind of good. It might have been a wake up call. Yeah, wake up call, yeah, for sure. And and you want that wake up the call to happen in a fucking preseason game yeah, against, against a, a Swiss team. Yeah, yeah. A Swiss team. Not not that game one against Chicago. We came out and played crazy good against Connect Chicago. me. Like when he scored that, I was like, yup, this year's different. You know what I want to get into right away? What? Jack Adams Trophy, the favorite right now. Is our who? boy, Elaine Vigneault, Mr. Martini. Grab the martinis, Danny. He's winning it. He's winning Dude, it. Dude, I was like, because all year, he, I feel like he wasn't getting the, the love. You know what I mean? It didn't seem like it. Like, I just at least don't understand like how he can't. Flyers. How does he not? Flyers. Yeah, that, exactly. That's really what it is. Like, that's that's what I was thinking anyway. It's just like, no way they'll give a Flyers coach. He it. took the team that underperformed for all those years under Hackstall to one of the best teams in the league. I just don't know how he's not even in the, Like... He should be in the conversation 100%. Maybe he might not win it, but the people reacting to him being in the conversation negatively is just, I, I just don't understand what the logic behind that is. I don't know how he isn't one of your best coaches of the year. I just don't understand. Uh, the close second to him was Mike Sullivan. And the interesting thing about him, though, is like his player, his players have been there and won before you know what i'm you know what i mean i know they had injuries but it, it wasn't like they were all out at the same time mm-hmm. like when crosby was out i think malkin was still in doing his business and vice versa so like mike sullivan definitely great coach but i think and th- this is not homer bias here i think av deserves it honestly i really do AV if not av like towards maybe av and couturier should be having martinis together very they very will. soon they will. <laughs> if Kuz doesn't get Selkie, I, I... Robbed. Again. Yeah. Absolutely robbed again. He should get Selkie, dude. I think so, because this is like the first year where you actually see it in like media headlines, you know? Like well, like he well, is... This the... is the first year that the Flyers are good. So yeah, it's true. It's the Flyers being good and Couturier still doing what he's always done since he was 19 years old. So finally he's starting to get recognition for it. It's like Jack Eichel. Jack Eichel's a good player, but he plays in Buffalo, so he doesn't get any recognition over there. Gets no like Couturier national TV played, games either. Couturier played on a sh- on a shitty team for for many years. We were not a good team, and we actually have a team behind him now. And people are starting to recognize how good he is. 
I can't wait to watch him play again. And he's good, Danny. Oh, yes, dude, that guy's Let's talk about Kateri real quick. <laughs> there were a couple rumors on uh, on Twitter about trading him for Jack Eichel. How do you feel about that, Danny? Would you trade Sean Kateri for Jack Eichel right now? I wouldn't, and, and it's 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 not because I think like Coots is such like a better player. Like Jack Eichel is a crazy good player. Jack Eichel also makes ten million dollars. You know, like mm-hmm. he he has a great like he's a huge deal. Couturier is like a ten million dollar player disguised as four million dollar or yeah, you know what I meant. And so that's the like the one reason why I wouldn't make that trade. That being said, like I I'm for Jack Eichel. I really am, but like the, the numbers just don't work. Like we already have guys that are getting 8 million, 8 million, like Kevin Hayes, 7 million. It's a fun thing to talk about because obviously Eichel's over there getting a little bit frustrated in Buffalo with all the losing going on, and he is a superstar. If he's on a good team right now, he's being talked about. He's if, a monster. If, yeah. He's an absolute yeah. monster. If he was in a bigger market. If he, if he was in Montreal, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. The guy's on the cover of NHL 21. Probably, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I'm just not trading, trading Sean Couturier for him. He's our best player. He's one of the best two-way centers in the league. And he continues to shut down opposing the opposing team's best player. He's our guy. He's like, just the dude. He's yeah, just the we, guy. We I think he's the future captain. Him and Provorov, probably the future captains. So, yeah. no, I'm not trading my future, my potential future captain away. It's just not happening. And, and I'll uh, trade Frost. The only reason why I wouldn't do it is because, like, we were winning, you know? It's not like we need to shake things up. Like, yeah, our lineup's I, good. I don't think the rumor came out to, like, shake things up. I think it was just one of the fun things. Yeah, but just a corn Yeah, I absolutely combo. agree. I just... I'm, I'm I'm just not trading Sean Couturier right now. Yeah, anyone but like Coots and Hart. I trade Brody. Frost for him, but like I obviously, just Frost isn't going to get Jack fucking Michael. But I would throw him in there. Obviously, Jack Michael's yeah. still a superstar. Dude, honestly, any prospects or any, yeah, any prospects. anybody's on the table except yeah. Hart and Proby and Couturier. Yeah. Everybody else. Those are our one, two, three. Like that's our like at the backbone the of our yeah our franchise for the like foreseeable future. Yeah, they're the next. They're gonna be the key components to the next 10 years for sure if Man, they yeah. play the best that they can play and they continue to go up in potential and all that we're gonna have a couple cops it's just bottom line carter hart if he plays if he ends up being what we think carter hart is we're gonna have a couple cops let's talk about some prospects that can potentially help us win a cup we signed linus hogberg 2016 draft pick to an entry-level contract Finally. It's been a long time coming for Hogberg. Like you said earlier, it seems like we saw him in every fucking... Uh, yeah, every, every development, development camp, camp we've been to in the last, like, 40 years. I swear I've seen him. <laughs> he's just cooling. Yeah, he's just there. <laughs> above, ad- above average skater. Reliable in his own zone. And he has some shiftiness to him, Danny. He has some shiftiness to him. He's not a crazy good offensive defenseman. I, I would say he's a good third-pair defenseman. I think he could play in the NHL. Um, I'm excited to see what he does in the NHL. Honestly, I think it, I was worried that they weren't going to sign him. To be honest with you, I thought they were going to let him go. That's all the depth we have. What was it, Linus Sandine? Mm-hmm. Linus Sandine, yeah, twenty-four were, year old. They were saying his comparable is like a Michael Raffle type, which awesome. A right-handed yeah. Michael, uh, a right-handed younger Michael Raffle. Sign me up all day because Raffle's not going to be on this team in. Maybe two, three years. He's not going to be on this. Got to replenish you the need, depth. Yeah, yeah, you need replacements, prospects. Obviously, like like I just said, Linus Sandine is twenty four years old. If he's that type of like pit like raffle dude, like in a box, that's, that's a crazy good yeah. signing. Shout out to Chuck. If he turns out to be 
anything remotely close to Michael Raffle because he's just been dependent for the last since I was like 16. So <laughs> seriously though, Wyatt. We signed Wyatt. I don't know how to say his last name. I don't want to absolutely butcher his last name. <laughs> Call him Wyatt K. <laughs> I don't want to give butcher it, it. Give dude. it a go. I don't want to. <laughs> Someone will tell us how to pronounce. You, you, you give it a go. Let me see it. <laughs> it's um, Kolnyuk. <laughs> I don't. Know. I don't know. Kolnyuk. I don't know. I don't know either. I'm sorry, Wyatt, if you're uh, listening to this. Just, just to be honest, I haven't watched much tape on him. I, I mean, like I've him. seen him. I've seen him at like the dev camps and like the preseason split squad games and stuff like that. But I have never like gave extended looks. He's the t- 2017 so. second round pick. Excited to see what he can bring. He'll be with the Phantoms next year as well. And just to throw this in here. Are we... the Phantoms getting stacked again? Yeah. Their are, defense is going to be they, Are they not going to be boring and boring? Oh God, Talk about, I'd rather watch paint dry than watch a Phantoms game this year. Towards the end of the season, man, I, I bought a couple like AHL passes to watch Frost and Farabee when he was down there for like, a game. And it was brutal to watch that team. Scott Gordon, man. Brutal to watch that fucking team. And there was a lot of people on Twitter who had, uh, like, season tickets to Phantoms games, and they were just like, they're fucking terrible this year. The only exciting thing in the team on the team is Frost. Like he, I remember one one uh, season ticket holder, he, uh, not emailed me, he tweeted at me. He was like, the only person who has enough skill to take the puck up the ice is Frost. Everybody else just loses the puck. And I was just like... Yeah, like, who else would? Greg Carey? Then, yeah, I mean, not to... Not to Butch, butcher Greg Carey, but he's just not as skilled as Morgan Frost. But like like we were saying, fans were fucking brutal to watch towards the end of the year. And just to throw this in here, we did release the rights of David Bernhardt, so we will not be offering a contract to him. Oh, he's going to be the next Patrick Sharp. <laughs> well, yeah, that's just the fucking Flyers lock, dude, if that happens. Jesus, fuck. My biggest takeaway from that is pipeline still deep. Not as deep as it once was because, you know, the premier pieces are on are, the team are now. On the team, yeah. But it, you it's, still got York. You still got Zamora back there. Oh, my God. Yeah, York. I mean, shit. You forgot about, you forget about Cam? Yeah. You forgot about Cam? And you still got Hogberg. He could still turn out to be something. I really do think he could turn out to be something. You still got dudes like Friedman, Zamora. Like, the pipeline is still good. It's not, like, like I said, it's I, not top three yeah. like it used to be. I, but if you want to win, you have to have a pipeline. Oh, right 100%. Yeah, you need death. You need to just continue to replenish. I don't think Friedman... I think Friedman should be playing NHL hockey next year. That's just my I, I feel I like he's he good would be right now if, it, if, if the team wrong. wasn't, yeah. like, so good. I mean, honestly, next year, Chuck really needs to think about, do I keep Justin Braun around for another year or do I just replace him with Friedman? Like how much of a drop off? I think you replace him. I really do. I think I think you should because of what Freeman ELC. Yeah, and that's not a knock against Braun. Braun's been everything. Honestly, I think Braun's been everything and more since yeah. coming here. He's exactly what I thought he was going to be. Defensive defenseman who actually plays defense and is actually yeah, reliable. He's not in his own jumping zone. up in the play all the time. Like he's just his stick check's one of the best on the team. I think he's such a pest. Dude. And the way he recovers, like I've seen him get beat because he's not the fastest guy. He's gonna get beat, but his recovery and his stick check is one of the best on the team. He's so good at like angling, he's like smart. getting the angle. He's he, like, he knows his speed. Like he knows, like yeah, yeah he's just nice at angling. That just guys. comes with playing hockey for. The amount of years he's played hockey, especially on the West Coast, like the fat, like it's all fast oh, over yeah. there. So Knowing really which angles to take and shit like that, yeah, for sure. But phase two finally started. That happened Memorial Day. Uh, players have the option to go back to 
like their rinks. So the Flyers have the option to go back to Voorhees and skate. I think it's six players at a time allowed on the ice. They have to wear masks when they walk in. I don't think they have to wear masks on the ice. But nobody else is allowed on the ice except... Can you imagine having to wear a mask on the ice when you practice? Imagine trying to breathe. Like, yeah. <laughs> dude, I fucking work with a mask on. The like, Gatorade, I sell tables. It's the, terrible. The Gatorade, like they'd be like <laughs> trying to like <laughs> yeah. shoot Gatorade like under the be mask, bad, bro. Yeah. No coaches allowed to watch. I mean, no coaches on the ice. Nobody on the ice but the players. But the GMs and the coaches are still allowed to watch from the top. How do you feel about Phase Two starting? You excited? <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, just 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 to see this thing, yeah, like yeah. yeah, like one foot in front of the other, like they're finally getting traction. It's good to see setbacks not happen. It's good to yeah, see phase to two happen and not be oh, phase two is going to start in two three more. You know what I mean? Going it's, according it's, to plan. Yeah it's, yeah, it's good to see that it's now it's not complete yet, but it's good to see so far that it's, it's going okay. It's going okay. We're getting through. We're we're almost there, Danny. We're almost at the finish line. Was it you that tweeted? Um... Or it might have been someone like tweeting at us. It was like Provorov being released, like when he found out hockey was coming back, being released from his cage because he's such like an animal. He's like a machine. I, I tweeted out uh, Ivan Provorov waking up on July 11th. It was just the Undertaker calling. <laughs> yeah, I did. yeah, that was that was one that he posted. That one was hilarious. And I forget who who commented on it, but somebody was like, "This is him coming out of his just his lair." <laughs> yeah. It's true though. He's just a machine. He's, well, we they, knew he'd be the first one on the ice. 100%. It was the first even, name listed, too. Like. Bro, you know they were like, it was 12 o'clock on Memorial Day, and they were like, okay, phase two, he was just in front of the board. He's, Open the door. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's calling Chuck. Chuck's like, by his bed, his, his friend's ring. He's like, Chuck, I'm outside this case. So. <laughs> Chuck, where, where's the keys? He's Chuck's like, like, damn, I didn't even get up yet. He's like, he's like, dude, Proby, phase two started like three minutes ago. <laughs> he was like, I'm battling, I'm battling. Dude's a beast, and you know, you know, like while he was at home, dude was probably on the treadmill, oh my god, on no, the elliptical, yeah, he was like six out. hours a day. He was still on the ice. He was one of the two players that were still on him and him and Haig, and I think Drew for a little bit. That's gonna be huge down the stretch. You knew Provorov was gonna be one of those guys, hundred percent, not even a question. Especially with like all the minutes he plays, it's gonna be huge down the stretch. Him getting that conditioning back, because I do, I know for a fact there are some players that went home. And enjoyed themselves. You know what I mean? They went home, they slammed so I would have too. Yeah, I know went Phil home, Castle sl- enjoyed some fucking <laughs> yeah, hot yeah, dogs. Phil bro. Castle enjoyed himself. Yeah. Like Kev- I bet Kevin Hayes had a lot of beers. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he had a couple of hazes, bro. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. Still haven't tried that, by the way. No, we haven't. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> Where like is it at every uh, I don't know, bro. I have no idea. Distributor. I mean it's not it's not at my work, so I don't know. Let's I don't pl- know where you're Let's pick that it. up one day. We definitely need to. Big hazy thirteen. Let's go through uh Let's go through some matchups for the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. Right, so the first one we got in the East is Pittsburgh versus Montreal. Okay, so <laughs> Carey Price at any given moment can do what he does. But that being said, the Pittsburgh Penguins are the Pittsburgh Penguins. The thing that they can do what they do. Yeah, the thing that's like that kind of sucks for, like for the Penguins is that they only did like a one through four top East seeding and the Penguins were the fifth seed. Mm-hmm. So like if the Flyers in their first couple games like against those uh, the top four teams, they lose them, they're still safe. You know what I mean? It's still a bye technically. Yeah. They're just playing for seeding. If, if the Penguins lose to the Canadians, like they're out. <laughs> they're out completely. Yeah, you know? Like that, yeah, they're that's, that's crazy. <laughs> and I would love to see. I would love to see Carey Price channel, channel his like 2014 self and just wipe the Penguins. That would be awesome. Yeah, I need to see Sidney Crosby playing teeing off at August 17th, <laughs> yeah, dude. With spit and chicklets. Yeah. Pittsburgh leads that series 2-1, though. So, the season series, at least. But like you said, Carey Price, Carey Price hasn't been Carey Price the past couple of years, but 
we've never gone through this kind of stoppage before, so we don't know who's going to come back ready, except for Provorov. We know he's going to be ready. I think he's going to. I think he's going to be one of the best defensemen in the league when he comes back because he's just going to be. He's work. He's just not. Yeah, yeah he's just he's not changed. <laughs> he's still in shape. He's still in game. He's probably still in game shape. I mean, oh, I not, guarantee. Probably not game shape because you cannot be in game shape without playing games. But the closest to game shape he could be, he probably he's probably in it. Yeah, he's probably like a hundred percent condition. hundred like, percent. He's probably ready for training camp too right now. He's probably sitting there waiting. And like Montreal. They're not bad. They're really no, not. We've had they they underperform. We've had a couple good games against Montreal. Definitely. A couple, a couple really good games against Montreal. Yeah, Provorov had to yeah. pull out that crazy move that one game to beat him. That that game could have gone either way. Montreal scored the first like ten seconds of that game too. Oh yeah, Elliot. it did. Elliot. Yeah, Elliot with the first minute goals all the time. It's weird. Elliot will let in a goal in the first minute, and then he's and like, "Guys, I got you." And then <laughs> yeah. the rest of the game, he's, he's... my fault. Wasn't lucky, <laughs> yeah. but always in the first minute, and it's predictable. How always. many times have we gotten together for like a game in Arizona or something? We're like, "Yeah, first minute, cla- or first two minutes, classic road game. We're gonna go down one nothing, and it goes in. You're not even surprised at that point. You're just like, "All right, no, next shift." <laughs> yeah. You just how many times did we sit down and watch a game and just be like? We would watch the first three minutes and just feel the energy the other team have. And you would look over time. and you'd be like, dude, can we just get past this first period down one nothing? Please just get out of this period. That's alive. always what it was. It's like, if you notice, like the road games where they did get out of the first period, they just lit up in the second yep. and third period and won. It's it's those games where they went down like 4 nothing in the first. So like, just, it's hard to, to come Winnipeg. back from that. Yeah. yeah. That Winnipeg game. Remember Don't that, fuck remember with that game? Yeah, bro. We that were just game getting... just. I watched that game because I was making the fucking Frost video. So I was watching all the games he played in. The Flyers didn't play that bad that game. Just it was a the fair, just Barry's penalty, right? That yeah. really turned the tide yeah, in that to, game. Uh, yeah. Parole, yeah, absolutely killed him. I don't know what he was thinking there. Man, he was got a suspended mistake. for three games. That, man, that completely left yeah. my mind. I completely forgot Fairby was suspended. This yeah, year. but the Flyers did not play bad. I mean, obviously they didn't play well, but it didn't look as bad as the score looked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like up, they they started piling it on like yeah, it was end of the second, third, but up until then it was like. Two nothing or yeah. something like that. Yeah, no, it wasn't, and we were getting chances. Yeah, we were heating up. Next series is Carolina versus New York. All right, so we we were talking about this one before the episode and how it has potential, honestly, to be so fun because I think it does. Carolina, their goaltending isn't the best. Like the, the thing that's so interesting to me is like the Rangers were hot and they weren't going to make the playoffs. Carolina, they weren't. They were like, eh, you know what I mean? They were reeling. They they had some goaltender injuries. They had a. Uh, the Zamboni driver in for the one game. And that series is really interesting because I think the Rangers win it. And they swept them in the season yeah, series 4 nothing. They got them 4-0 in the season series, yeah. Like the I think Rangers that's gonna be, scary. I think that might be one of the upsets, if that's even an upset to most pe- to some people. I really think New York's going to win that series. I do too. They were playing, like you said, they were playing really well towards the end, and Carolina was not living up to last year's expectations. They, I can't. We both came into this season thinking Carolina was going to be one of the favorites in the East, and they just were not that before. Yeah, they started the reeling. They got like the because they never, especially at the deadline. You remember when they went out and got like Trocheck but didn't get a goalie? Like you just had a fucking Zamponi driver in net, goaltending for you, and you made zero goaltending moves in the trade deadline. You went out yeah. and got. Trocheck, which is don't get me wrong, I would have fucking loved that if the Flyers did that. But if the Flyers just let a Zamboni driver goaltender goaltend for them, and then win the fucking game, and you don't go get a goaltender, like you just got so lucky winning that game. 
and yeah. you don't go out and go get a goaltender. I don't understand the logic behind that. But and like to the players, it kind of sends like a message like you're not all in on the players, and especially because yeah. they went to the Eastern Conference Final the year before. They they got swept by Boston, but they still went to the Eastern Conference Final. So like they're a team that that's why was the, no slouch. That's why I love the vibe around the Flyers towards the end, bro. Like the players were like, Chuck believes in us. Chuck is getting pieces to add to this team because he thinks we can make a run. I remember Drew Couturier coming out and be like, it's good to see that the, the organization believes in us and it's good to see that them going out and go getting Grant, go getting Thompson, shit like that. Nothing Grant. He was playing lights out. He was playing awesome hockey before the stop. I like that guy. He's really one of do. my picks to to have a really good playoffs. I really like the way. Yeah, I was saying that Grant like even before. Like Grant just seemed like the type of dude that will come up with like a big playoff goal in a big time. Pitlick, Pitlick screams that for me. He us. just screams hero. Playoff hero goal for me, man. Pitlick is so underrated. I, I, not obviously in Philadelphia, everyone loves him. But like outside of Philly, like in terms of just... Dude, he has a shot. Like, <laughs> how many times did he like come down the wing and like rip one? Dude, I love like, it when he just dumps the puck in the in the zone and he just throws his entire body weight on someone, I dude. And then he'll like juke. And, and the defenseman will just, like, throw a stick and he'll get tripped and penalty. Yeah. <laughs> like, how many penalties has he drawn? I want I want that stat. How many penalties has Pitlick drawn this year? And the he thing about him is, fuck. like, he likes contact. Loves it. Like, even if a dude, like, is going to hit him and he, like, misses slightly, like, he still goes into Pitlick's the guy. the perfect player for the playoffs. He's just throwing body yeah. all the time. And when playoffs roll around, he's going to be throwing body even more because that's what they do in the playoffs. We, me, we, how many times before, uh, like, the play stoppage, we talk about... Pit like Hayes and Coots in the playoffs, just those like physical presence. Even Raffold too. Lawton, oh my god! I need to see Provy in the playoffs, dude. I need to see Provy mad when Provy plays mad. He throws the body. (laughs) Mad Provy. I know. I you know you know what I love about Provy when he he celebrates it. He does like the his you know his like fist pump. Mm -hmm. No smile. So he does like this this whole celebration, but the whole time he's straight face. It's hilarious. (laughs) But I love it. That's my defenseman, Danny. For sure. Next series is the New York Islanders and the Florida Panthers. I will be watching it because I've been go- I've gone so long without <laughs> hockey, but I don't know if I would watch every game of that if there was no play stoppage. To be honest, I don't know, man. Like if <laughs> if the Flyers play in the beginning of the day and then like Toronto plays in the midday and then that fucking Florida game is on at eight and I got something to do, <laughs> I might go do that. Something. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. No, I totally agree. I mean, Florida's used to playing in an empty stadium, so they yeah. might actually come out and win that. But New York Islanders had that series, that season series 3-0, so I fully expect the Islanders to take that series. Yeah. Honestly. It's a, Florida was just reeling. Like, they were a team that probably should have made the playoffs, at least at least even be contending for a wild card. You went out and got Bobrovsky, and, and you were – they don't even deserve to be in there. I'm going to just say that. No. I'm kind of salty they're in. Just, I, just, I mean, they do have Bob, so they could snap at any point. Bob can snap, but you can yeah. say that for any goalie, like we've said with Hart. So yeah. we're gonna talk about the team. I don't think the Islanders. Are, I mean, the Florida Florida is very good, so I, I I'm taking the Islanders for that. Yeah, I'd take the Isles in that series. Give me Matthew Barzell. I mean, Barkov too, but that's all they have. I like uh, Huberdo. Is that, is that how you say? Yeah, dude, he's sneaky he's good. Another he's another dude that underrated. if he wasn't in Florida, a small yeah. market. Barkov is the biggest one. Too. Oh if, my gosh! If, if Barkov was a Bruin, we've talked about this yeah. before on the pod. Yeah, if, if if Barkov was literally anywhere else, he's one of the best players in the league. He's ridiculous. He reminds me of Couturier. I think he's a little bit more skilled Couturier. Yeah, that's what he is. Toronto versus Columbus is the next one. Toronto's got that season series. Oh. 
one zero and one. All right, so this is the one we're diving into. This is the one we talked about this one a lot. That's interesting as fuck because Toronto's Toronto. Better team up and down on paper. Toronto's a way better team. On paper, Toronto's the best team in the fucking league, Danny. Besides the fact, yeah, Boston. I don't know. Like, yeah, that's hard. That's hard. Uh, Matthews, Martyr, uh, Captain, uh, fucking Nylander. It's, uh, I know. It's, like, it's, it's, it's flashy. It's offensive skill, but yeah. none of those names scream like, I'm going to shut down your line. True. True, true, true. Pure skill-wise, I think they got, I think they got one of the yeah. best. Like, Toronto is one of the teams, like, you sit down and watch a game, and, like, it's fun. Like, it's always like, a high goal. Like, rush Tor- Toronto's the team that, when they're playing well, they're one of the funnest, one of the best teams to watch in the league. But when they're bad, they're fucking but I love it though because I love seeing their Twitter explode. Yeah, yeah. Because Toronto they overreact. It's like the Eagles with them. Like they they treat every game like it's like it's about to be Game Seven. Like yeah, they, they treat every game like it's a fucking playoff game. Yeah. I mean, we kind of do too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not right. To, not, not, not to, to the extent, extent of them. Extent, yeah. yeah. Like even like casual fans will bitch about the Maple Leafs up there. You know, like dudes here will just be like, eh, Philly's coming on. Like getting yeah. to the next. Like casuals <laughs> in this city will be like, go to the next sport, but. Seth uh, Jones got hurt before the stoppage, and he was going to be out for the I think the entire playoffs. If this didn't this quarantine yeah. didn't happen, Cam Atkinson too. He's back. Cam Atkinson's back. Borkstrand's back. Murray's back, and Gerby's back. Now, we're not saying Columbus is the only team with injury with injury riddled players coming back. I'm pretty sure Pittsburgh has Gensel coming back, and they have a couple other players coming back, so they're going to be a little bit better than they were before the stoppage, but. Columbus, I'm taking Columbus, Danny. I'm taking Columbus. You took too. Columbus like before. Out of the gate, I took Columbus. You took, yeah, you took Columbus. I like I know the Maple Leafs. I've seen like the games we've played against them. I've seen us just wear them down to the point where they seemed like they weren't really trying fully. Like we just took over the game. Like the one game, remember when TK gave it to Drew in the slot? Is a home mm-hmm. game. He rif- yeah, yeah. rifled at home two one. After that, the Leafs just really weren't doing anything. Like with the rest of the game, the Flyers locked them up. That was up. the same game that Myers had to pass to TK and TK, yeah, TK buried it. it. Yeah. yeah, incredible game. That, yeah. that, that game was so fun. The to Flyers ran away with that game. And it, but like it, it seemed like they they almost quit because the Flyers every time the Maple Leafs would dump the puck in, like there was always a guy hitting them every single time. And you know Tortorello and his teams, they always have a chip on their shoulder. Like he always makes them feel like it's it's system over individual. You know what I mean? play with grip, play with heart. He gets mad when you don't do things like that. Yeah. I could easily see like them just roughing up the Maple Leafs and getting the best of them. I mean, they did it to Toronto last year. They fucking swept them, so nothing... Uh, Tampa. I mean, to Tampa, I'm sorry. Yeah, they did it to Tampa, so anything can happen. They can do, they can do it to Toronto. Oh, Tampa's better than Toronto. From what we Tam- see. Tampa's so an interesting one, too. I, I'm... Tampa's very interesting because I kind of I kind of forgot about Tampa when I made the the most skilled <laughs> roster in the league is Tampa's I up there too. Yeah. Wow. But I, I fucking but they're loaded. Boston man. just has that like that grit to them too. Like Kucherov, they have point. Um, Stamkos, Stamkos yeah, Sergeyev, Vasilevsky. Yeah, like their team is disgusting. Dude, like the more I think about that, if I got swept by Columbus with that roster, how aren't Tampa fans still screaming? I would be. St- Actually, still screaming on this. Yeah, I would. I would want Cooper <laughs> fired. I really would. I would be mad. He's still the coach. Didn't he sign like an extension like right after that happened? 
It might have been. I think it was right before. Before. Yeah, like, and he didn't. He still win coach. He still won the Jack Adams. Yeah, you're right. A regular season. It's all coming back to me. That, that trophy probably didn't mean shit to him. He's probably like, I don't want this. No. Like, I mean, yeah, not now. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's... Let's get into the uh, the West matchups because the first West matchup is one of your favorites: Oilers versus the Blackhawks. And like we said before, you give Patrick Kane and Jonathan Tabes and Duncan Keith any chance to win a cup. It's that playoff DNA can just show up at any given time. Yeah, we said that before, and it, obviously the Oilers. Were, yeah, on the flip it. side, like the the two best players in the league could just be like, "We're the best," and take <laughs> over. And that's why I'm so excited to see this battle because, like, you're, it's going to be so top heavy teams. Like their star powers are just superstars, like franchise yeah. players, and it's going to be so fun just to see them battle it out. Yeah, battle it out. I, I don't think the I don't think the pick. For me, is hard. I want the Oilers to I'm win Oilers. because I fucking hate the Blackhawks and I hate Patrick Kane and I hate Jonathan Taves. So I want to see the Oilers play. I want to see Connor McDavid go far because who doesn't want to watch the best player in the world play hockey? So I'm rooting. I'm rooting for the Oilers to win that one. And I'm, I think I'm rooting they're for the Oilers. Anyway. Yeah, and I'm picking the Oilers. That being said, though, I wouldn't be surprised if that is an upset. No, absolutely. I, I don't even think that would be an upset. Like, I, I would just be like, that's just the Blackhawks being the Blackhawks. Yeah, just, that's but just they the Blackhawks like showing up. In the standings. That would be crazy if they did that. It really if would. I'm the Oilers, I'm like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> yeah, like, we finally the... have the two best players in the league, and now a fucking quarantine happens, and we got to reverse the Blackhawks, who are nowhere yeah. near the playoffs. <laughs> I'd be like, what the fuck, And dude? they're the fifth seed. So, like, you know, like a one through yeah. much like Pittsburgh. They, they're just... If yeah, they, they got right... one more spot up, they would have had to buy. That sucks. Like, Could... I would have been like, I couldn't play the Wild or something. Yeah. You know, like, the Coyotes or something. Like, damn. Couldn't be the Flyers. <laughs> yeah, right. Next series, the Wild versus the Canucks. That's I think a good I one. think the Canucks win that. Yeah, I, I um, think... yeah. I, like I just I don't think the Wild really have it in them. I think the Wild are the the Dave Haxtell Flyers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what they like. The West Dave Haxtell Flyers That's is what, what they the, remind the me the of. Yeah. That's what they remind me of, man. And like the Canucks are the Canucks are rolling this year. Like they were yeah. fun. They were definitely a fun team. Like yeah. the games we versed Hughes, against them, they were battles. Like, Hughes is a, is a superstar. Got Hughes. Pedersen, Pedersen, yeah. It's ridiculous. Horvat. Uh, T- team. T- who's TK's cousin, the the captain? Horvat. Hor- Horvat, yeah, yeah, him. All right, the next one is Coyotes versus the Preds. I, I like that one. I, I think like that, that one's one going to be fun. Coyotes were, like, I, I think they would. Didn't they end up getting first seed before this ended? No, not not like first in the West, but like but they in were their playing division. Well. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Or like they, they, they were up there. I like the Coyotes, and I like how Rick Tocca had them playing towards the end. That's it. Yeah, he's yeah. he's like the a, he reminds me of like AV in a way, like the way he has his team playing. It's like a system. Um, you talk about Clay, Clayton Keller. I keep circling that name, dude. He's I really wanted him in that draft, but instead we ended up with German. I don't think he had the best year though. But that being said, it's like two different years now. So. Yeah, he he's a stud. I really like Clayton Keller. He's very very good. I'm uh, excited to see him in a playoff game. They all, who's the other guy? Garland that they Garland, have. Yep. Yeah, he's a he's beast. A, he's Ekman nice. Larson's a beast. Yeah. They even have they even have like two. Starting caliber goalies too, like yeah, and they got a couple. They got good, healthy. Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall. They got Taylor Hall. Who Taylor. knows? Fuck Taylor Hall. Yeah, but like, <laughs> I think they beat the press. I really do. Yeah, I do too. But that being nah, that wouldn't really be an upset. Nah, I yeah, know. I think they're kind of like that. Would that would be like a playoff series, like <laughs> before but the stoppage? I feel like since we just previewed all those other matchups, even though we don't have a like an actual Flyers matchup to preview, we can still talk about. We know who we're playing. Some yeah. who are we playing. Playing all of them. Play all of them once. No, no. I meant like for the playoffs. You need, do you have a guess on who you think we're going to be playing? After mm-hmm. the seeding and everything? Yeah. I mean, it's so hard. It's hard. It, it, it's, I don't such know a, if, it's such yeah. a wild guess. Don't get me wrong. But I, I don't know if the Flyers fine. are going to get one seed or four seed, you know? Yeah. That's true. Yeah. But um, 
Carter Hart fresh legs for the playoffs. Let's let's dive into that because we've mentioned that a couple times. But I don't think we've actually. It was, our, it was our it. thing, our prediction it on was, Twitter. Yep. And I, I'm still holding. I'm, I'm still standing by it. Same. I still think youth kills. Yeah, youth kills, and he's the one of the youngest goaltenders in the league. And I really do think that it's going to be an advantage for him coming back with fresh legs. Now we know that he's not the only goaltender with fresh legs. <laughs> yeah. But that well, being said, I he's st- a monster. He's young. Yeah. He's young, and he's a monster. So I definitely think the younger goaltenders have a leg up. Because you're stagnant for all that time. You're not playing hockey for all yeah, that time. You're like working. Older guys got to get guys, back into the gear. They're going to take a little bit more time to get in gear. It's just, it's just, I don't know. I just think that's an actual thing. But you got written down right there, playing in front of no fans. I want to talk about this. because Is that I, an advantage, Danny? It, it is, and I'll tell you exactly why it is. Because he's a robot. You know what I mean? The water thing. He Imagine him doing the, the water droplet thing, focusing, and having no like Edmonton crowd just scream. And the ee, horn and stuff like that. It's it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be good for him. I really do. I I do too, Danny. I I really do think that the no crowd is gonna that comment. Yeah. It's gonna be like like he said. He said it himself. It's gonna be like practice, right? Mm-hmm. It's gonna feel like practice, and he's a beast. So mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm I'm always gonna be behind Carter Hart. I have the utmost confidence in him. His stats in March were fucking awesome, man. He was three and one with a one seven seven goal against average with a nine forty three save percentage. Like I said, it's Everett type. Numbers. He yeah, he was just playing that hockey that we needed him to play towards the end. Man, he took a couple games. <sighs> him at home this year, though, he was different at home this year. Which everybody knows he was different at home. Twenty and three. Twenty and three with one six three goals against average and a nine forty three save percentage. At home, that's ridiculous, Danny. So many games where he only allowed one goal at home. I know I keep saying that sounds like a broken record, but like that's really what it was with him. It was like he would lock it down, one like flubber goal, like, yeah. There like were so NHL many... twenty type goal goes <laughs> in, and then that's it. There were so many games you looked over to me and you were like, "He's playing lights out hockey right now," but there's gonna be a stupid fucking goal that's gonna ruin it, and and it happened. It happened. That's why I say he, he's a winning goalie because. He, yeah, 100%. Beginning of a game, he could let up two goals. Team goes down 2 nothing. And as soon as he, he gives the boys a chance to get back in it, Flyers get one, it's like 2-1. He locks the door. He And then we get 2-2. There were so many games like that, so many road games. We went down early, and we were able to just come back, especially later in the year, because I know he had that rough patch in the beginning. But when yeah. he finally started figuring it out, even, I, I think, what was it, the game in Columbus? Towards like uh, like February, March, it was mm-hmm. in Columbus. The back-to-backs? Uh, it might have been. I'm not. I'm not 100. I just know we went down early in that game, and the door was locked the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. That was. That's what he does. Was that the game that Hayes won in overtime? I think it was. Yeah, yeah. I think it was the Bell game. <laughs> yeah, that's the best gift <laughs> of the year, dude. That's what I'm saying. Like he, he's he's meant for the Flyers. He's like he's perfect for the Flyers. He's yeah. I he's he's underpaid. <laughs> <laughs> Bottom line, Danny, he's underpaid. You hear no one ever saying that shit now, huh? The overpaid I mean, shit. I mean, no, no, never. No. You'll never hear it. You'll never hear it again until like year four or five. Yeah, you'll hear, <laughs> you'll hear it then. You'll hear it if he like misses a goal in the playoffs this year or some dumb yeah. shit like that. You'll you'll have that fucking fan comment. Once he starts getting older and he's on the back end of his contract, listen, I love Kevin Hayes with with everything <laughs> I have right now. Yep. But towards the end of that contract, if things start getting rough, he's gonna be like Andrew McDonald with the way with, with the way dudes just piled on him. I don't think it's going to end up like that. I mean, let, let's hope he can be a great power forward for seven straight years. Hey, weirder things have happened, Danny. 
Claude Giroux. And the reason why I want to see Carolina in the playoffs, Danny, is because this man is a machine against them. He has three goals, five assists, eight points in four games against Carolina. Their goalie is also Peter Morazic. So, like, <laughs> I know Gi- Giroux owns them, you know? So Yeah. I mean, Giroux was given. I mean, the goal from TK against Carolina, the behind them that pass was just a tap. In. I could have scored it. You could have scored it. My little Without sister could have scored it. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking. A, a, yeah. Frost gave him a goal. <laughs> you could have scored it. <laughs> but, dirty, dirty goal, too. Yeah, it was disgusting. But he. Claude Giroux playing Carolina pretty well this year. 21 goals, 32 assists, 53 points in the whole year. So, Claude Giroux. And that's with a very slow start, too. Very slow yeah. start. Him, JVR, and Voracek all had people screaming about them. Even AV. Yeah, they even had AV talking about him. I remember in our mid-season grades, I had Giroux at a, at a C-. And I was like, I'm, I'm hoping that towards the end of the year it goes up. And it would have yeah. Yeah, if 100%. we were able to make our end-of-year grades. But we couldn't. That's that's probably gonna be a October episode now. So weird. Yeah, right. But oh my gosh, even I'm think here about for that. it though. I'm here oh, for I'm, it. I'm here for all of this. Thanksgiving development camp. Let's go. I'm ready for it, bro. I'm there. During I'm there eating eating some some turkey, baby. Watching some development camp. Cracking some brews. If I'm allowed, if we're, if <laughs> yeah. we're allowed to watch yeah. the fucking development camp. Oh my god, yeah. True. The players true. that I'm looking to to come back and really start this team up. Voracek. Drew, Niskanen, Hayes. I'm interested to see what Voracek comes back. Me too. I'm I because he was rolling too he, towards the well, end. I was giving him so much praise, man. So, I was so like, much love. I gave him shit in the in the beginning of the year, just like everybody else did. He wasn't playing well, but Vor, Jake Voracek was one of the best players on the team towards the end of the year. Doubt a doubt. He was I, he was getting points every game. Every game, and I always go back to that assist against Washington. Washington yeah. That Provorov assist is one of my favorite passes of the year. The stop at the blue line. Stop, yeah. to, to ha- because Provorov was nowhere near where he was when Jake Vorchley had that puck and entered his own. He protected the puck, had the wherewithal to stop, look up, find Provorov with a beautiful pass, and then you know what happened. With All you heard was just back, the back yeah. of the fucking net, bro. The thumb, dude. Oh I, when that went God. in, I, I, I That's immediately... just that playoff kind of goal, bro. Just that playoff right. dagger. Give me that. I, I miss hockey so much, man. Same, dude. Kevin Hayes, the whole league is excited. We've been all we've all been waiting for this. So have we. So have we, Hayes. <laughs> for sure. Like, like I said, like I said last episode, Hayes has been on chicklets so many times. You can tell he just misses hockey. Oh my god, dude. He's been on chicklets like five times. Let's think about this. Stopped. We talked about this. Baseball. They're arguing back and forth right now. Hockey. The hockey players just want to play hockey, man. Yeah, they're down to earth dudes. They're simple dudes. You know what I mean? They just they just want to play their sport. Like they don't. I, I just we're already in phase two, and there's just other leagues we can't even agree on a deal. It's it's, it's good that hockey was able yeah, to do that. It's a bad look for the MLB, for sure. I don't think they're ever going to recover from it. If they don't come back soon, I don't think they're. I mean, this isn't a fucking baseball podcast, but I seriously don't think baseball is going to recover if they don't get their shit together. It's about the long term. It was already a dying yeah. sport, yeah, bro. Kids already aren't watching it. Like, yeah. like little kids are not interested in baseball nowadays. You. If you have a work stoppage over like millionaires arguing with billionaires, then it, it, it's a terrible look. It really is. And, and I can see both sides. The players yeah. want their fucking money. They they sign a contract saying that they're going to get this kind of money, so obviously you need the money you signed the contract for. But 
like we said, if, if baseball don't come back soon, it's going to be bad. And basketball is going through their own thing. They'll be back, what, July 31st? Yeah, I believe and that's Disney? the date. Orlando, yeah. Orlando. They, were, they were also saying, like, I, I got an alert on my phone that said potentially July 30th, which is only a day. Like did, yeah, a day. Yeah, I did yeah. see that, too. Um, it's exciting. So, uh, right when the episode started, I asked for questions. We only got one. It's from our boy in the net hockey. Might as well just. Hey. Might as well just do it. Yeah, I know. That's our that's our man. That's our man. How drunk are the TLI boys getting for the first seeding game? Oh, man. You have no idea. Yeah. You have no idea. We've been talking about the return game. Like as soon as the puck drops, I I don't I want the room spinning as soon as the puck drops. <laughs> Seriously, like that's the type. That's the yeah. That's what we're on. Yeah, and I I know that the seeding games technically don't matter. They matter to the TLY boys, bro. <laughs> they they right do matter, now. though. They but do like, matter. Technically. Yeah, like they if, could like, lose all of them. You could lose all of them and you're still in the playoffs. But obviously you want to win the games you want first place. Yeah, we're going to be live for that. Imagine we, if we like. Imagine if we were playing Boston in like the third game of that for first seed. That's what I'm after saying. After being down 18 points. We're going to be yeah. fucking live for that, we'll be, we'll be very drunk for that game. Yes, very drunk. Very and very drunk. We've talked about this before, too. Another re- reason why I think those seeding games are going to be extra fun is because I think they're going to use those games to see who's ready. So, like, those games, like, you, you might see Frost in the lineup. You, you could see Thompson. You yeah, could we see talked Grant. about that before. Yeah. I see, like, I was interested to 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 hear about how AV is going to use the seeding yeah. games. Is he going to play the roster he's going to play in the playoffs because he wants the first seed? Or is he going to is he going to do what you've been saying and... See who came to camp ready. See who, who who's been lazy this quarantine. You know, who who hasn't been working out. Who, That's how he who is. needs a little bit more time to, to come back. Yeah, it's all it's all answers we're gonna get when phase three starts starts getting underway. We're gonna get the black aces. Frost definitely gonna be one of those. Like, even before quarantine, like the beginning of the actual season, mm-hmm. right before pro, like throughout like the early like first month or two of the season, he had put Voracek on the fourth line. Remember that? He took him off the power play completely. So he, we know he he's a type of guy. It's what have you done for me lately and what can you do for me? I love it. I absolutely love it. It's not it's not oh, you make eight million dollars. You have to play top four yeah, minutes. The Andrew McDonald's. It's the Andrew shit. McDonald's yeah. shit, dude. Oh, you're Dale Weiss, you make this much money, you have to play in our top six. No. If you're you're, you're Jake Voracek, you've been here for how many years? You're Claude Giroux, you're the captain of this team, you you've been a flyer your entire career. If you're not producing, I'm gonna let you know. And that's exactly what he did. And guess what? Love it. Guess what? Claude Giroux is one of the best players on the team towards the end of the year. So he was fired check. up, too. Fired up, dude. TK he, loves him. Loves AV. Says, TK, I love hearing him talk about AV in interviews because you could tell, like, there's just a respect is there. Like, he know, like he knows. You could tell how much they didn't, like, hackstall by by how fast they, they, the quotes they complimented. Out. No, how fast they complimented Gordon. They wasted yeah. zero time complimenting <laughs> yeah. Gordon. About how he talks to players, how he deals with players. I, I think it was like a week. TK was like, yeah, he actually like pulled me aside and like talked about Tate with me. Like a fucking human being. Basically what TK said. So, yeah, uh, AV is just Them an actual coach. Days. Another reason why I think uh, Columbus is about to whoop Toronto. <laughs> I don't like Axel. <laughs> Axel is not I always forget he's defense. a Leafs coach. Yeah, he's... Like, it's, it's so weird, isn't it? Like such a skilled team and that's the guy you went with like it's just like especially dubis because like dubis is the dude you know yeah. he's i thought he i don't know i don't know 
Yeah, he's like the the have young fun. energy. He brings that yeah, like have young fun with energy. Like, I just don't know how you, I just don't know how you watch the Flyers for all yeah. those years and 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 you pick get... him as your defensive coach. If they're seeing Andrew, <laughs> if they're seeing Andrew McDonald play, play top four top, minutes yeah. for four top two, top two <laughs> minutes for how many fucking years would Ivan Provorov? Andrew McDonald, his first year was the year we went to playoffs against the Rangers, right? Yep. That was 13 yep. 14. He didn't leave the team until this year. It was that long. Did you see that tweet I put up? It was more than half a decade. I did see it. That was a rocket, though. Every now Absolute bomb, bro. I was there. <laughs> yeah, you were there, yeah, too. I was there, too. I remember watching it. I was like, was that McDonald? I was like, please be tipped in so it's someone else. <laughs> I was like, anyone but fucking McDonald. Haxel's going to keep re up him for yeah, another bro, year. You know, Haxel was like three years. <laughs> <laughs> three years, eight mil. No, ha- oh, my God. Yeah, Haxel, too, dude. It was. Yeah, that was a bomb, though. That was like, probably his one highlight. <laughs> 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 like he, he every once in a while he would unload a bomb. It's he, just no, the, star, the starfish. He had a good shot. Yeah, he wasn't bad in terms of like his, his one time. Yeah, no, his slap shot, shot was really actually really like heavy. It was just everything else it, besides it was, that. It was just him back skating, and if he felt vulnerable at all, starfish so all every around. time, like <laughs> yeah, flailing with the stick. Yeah, dude. got Duchesne's eyes going wide. He's like, mm. yeah. starts to tank. Dude, like if you're a skilled player, just. A, a tiny bit skilled, and you look up the ice with the puck, and you see McDonald just, just sitting there looking <laughs> at you, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm getting happy. I'm, I'm getting happy. Eyes entry. lighting up. I'm dumping the puck, and I'm throwing my shoulder at McDonald. <laughs> like he's, he was the worst, dude. He was the absolute worst. He's not yeah. even playing anymore, is Thank he? God no David. other team took him. Like that tells no, you yeah. everything. He got a PTO with the Flames, and, and they were like, like, nah. <laughs> yeah. They were like, see, dude. It tells you all you need yeah. to know. He played top two minutes for us for years. I'm still. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I'll never like, get over it. Like, oh, oh, McDonald isn't on his team anymore. I, I don't care. It's my podcast. I'm allowed. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. it, <laughs> I won't get over it ever. <laughs> More than half a decade, I had to watch this guy in my top two. When literally from day one, all the fans voiced their displeasure of him on the team. So like, if you're a PI, PR guy for the Flyers, like you know they're seeing the tweet. They they saw the <laughs> tweets for six years. They still yeah. Kept them. As a PR guy, if you see a tweet for six years, like you're not gonna be like, yo, <laughs> management, <laughs> like these. These, well, these no, they do have to relay some things back, but not yeah, not not everything like that, obviously. Yeah, yeah, I know it was a joke, but like obviously, just be like, you know, man, they really yeah, don't they, like they this. They really don't like them, but that's just going to show how like stubborn he- that old regime was, you know? Like they Hextall, like old alumni, he like kind of exiled them out. Remember? Yeah, yeah. Like I do he just that. like he was so into his own bubble. I'm 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 very happy with where we are, both manager and GM. Me too. I I love the way. I remember I compared it to like Chip Kelly. Remember how like yeah like yeah, we, we no, hated it's... the Chip Kelly thing, but it ended up giving us a great team, a Super Bowl winning team. Yeah. Like, yeah. like if Haxel never happened, you, we never get AV. Just like if Chip Kelly never happened, we never get yeah. Doug. And as soon as like Haxel and Haxel got fired, fucking Carter Hart came up right after, like literally immediately. After. That yeah. just goes to show how stubborn they were. Because the second they were gone, Carter Hart goes <laughs> comes up immediately, and starts destroying immediately too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Chuck Fletcher wasted no time. Zero time. And we talked about how if he didn't get called up and if if Hextall and Hextall don't get fired, then Hart does not come up. Hart is not your starter than this year coming in because he didn't play this yeah. previous year. It, 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 it's, a trip, it's a ripple effect, bro. It's yeah. crazy to think about. If we weren't Fair. as bad as we were, if Hextall never happened, we never have this team right now. Don't don't get me wrong. We still have heart, but we don't have heart the heart we have right now. Yeah, like, I just don't think mo- we do. Yeah, with like momentum, like games under him and stuff. Because he like had that. he got his games under him when we were 
not going to go to the playoffs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just that, that Nashville game, his first game, his, the Vancouver game. Just I'm excited. Carter Hart. It's time for playoff Carter Hart. It's time for playoff Provy. They caught up eight goalies that year. Yeah. They played eight goalies, and just Hart, they never called their future up, at least just as, for a game. Like, Stubborn. see how you do. Stubborn, dude. Yeah, it's insane. And then, of course, the Sanheim thing when he didn't even know he was going to L.A. that one year. Insane. How crazy? No, no, no. Insane. He didn't even know. Yeah, like he – didn't even know he was playing. I think the goaltender to- coach told him he was playing. Yeah, he was His first fucking <laughs> yeah. NHL game, the goaltender coach tells him, not the GM of the team, not the guy who fucking drafted him, not the not the guy. Sanheim was Hextel's first pick. Why would you not want to tell your very I first never, pick I, I, that I he's playing his that. first NHL game? Never got that. That was like every GM's like first first round pick is like their guy. Oh my god. I never understood dude. why he was so stubborn with playing him. Like it's, I don't I, I don't know. I don't know. I do not know. That's crazy to think about. But guess what? Chuck Fletcher's our GM now. So and back to the, how drunk we'll be for the skating game. Quite <laughs> very drunk. drunk yeah. Very quite drunk, yes. Anything else you want to say before we wrap it up? Nah, this was a really fun episode. I'm um, just doing this, man. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we're almost back in complete full gear. Yeah, like, I, I think we should do I think we should do no, one next week. We'll see. We'll yeah. see what happens. See, yeah, we'll see what the noise yeah. that comes out. But, um, but definitely coming back full force when Phase 3 opens up. Because Phase 3 sure. opens up, that means training camp's back. And yeah. Once you see the pictures we're, we're, of... We're back. Uh, once you see AV like, blowing the whistle and you see the guy like bag skate, that's when the boys will 100% be back every Sunday. Every Sunday. Every single Sunday. Hey, this is Sunday today. We, we made it. We, made we did. It. I rushed home from work. We finally did it. It was a fun episode. I enjoyed it. Same. Let's throw in the... Let's throw in the ads. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you can follow us on Twitter at the Liberty L. Twitter's been buzzing. Yes, sir. We're trying to get it back to how it was when the season was starting up. Which shit was so fun. Like, tweeting out during that Washington, one of those Washington Kings, I'll, I'll, I'll never forget, just interacting with everybody. Just remember we tweeted out, fuck Tom Wilson, got like 200 likes. Like, that's the shit. Yeah, I'm I know. That's, I miss yeah, that I shit, dude. Yeah, I was, everybody just, fuck Tom Wilson. Yeah, just the, the, the com- like, when the games were going on, like, we're always talking, you know? We've always Absolutely. had, and it was awesome. But, yeah, you can follow us at the Liberty L. Uh, you can follow me at T-R-Y Danny. Follow me at Chris Stumps on Twitter. One more thing, Black Lives Matter and Go Floors.